So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Big changes to WWE's television presence. Different hosts from Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. We're getting into all of it. People are coming back. People are leaving, too. Let's talk about it. As you can see there, big changes to WWE and what is going on with them. We'll talk about it. Hi, everybody. I'm Kev Kelm with you yet again live here with some big breaking news from WWE. Make sure you hit the conversation. Get on screen with us. It's me and you doing the show together. It's me and you and the show together. That's what we're doing here, live from my wrestling ring in my apartment. I'm getting calls from people right now. I'm so popular. I'm so popular. Uh, So uh, um, as we're covering this story, People hit me up here saying, watch out, watch out. We have big changes to Monday Night Raw and everything going on with them. Big changes to what's going on to WWE uh, on SmackDown and NXT. So let's talk about it. Let's get into the conversation. Let's get you on screen here as well. Uh, We just tweeted this out. This story broken earlier today um, by Variety that WWE ahead of the season premiere of SmackDown, which is tomorrow night, you'll see these changes here. You'll see Kevin Patrick. He will now become the lead play-by-play announcer on Monday at Raw. Corey Graves will remain there on Monday at Raw. And then we'll see this change as well. Michael Cole will remain on SmackDown, the most watched show in pro wrestling. Wade Barrett coming up from NXT. He'll be on color commentary. I assume at some point, Pat McAfee, who's off with his uh, college football assignment. He'll return to WWE. He's expected to do that at some point. Don't know when that's going to happen exactly. Then over on NXT, here's another big change. Booker T, who's been in the fold for WWE's broadcasting for quite some time. He will get on color commentary with Vic Joseph, who's been in that role now for more than a year. Uh, Vic will remain play-by-play. Uh, Booker T expected to take on that color role. Now, what this means is also uh, we have Kathy Kelly reporting uh, back to WWE. She's been away from the company for some years. She'll return to the company, uh, and uh, it's interesting to see how this is going to play out. She'll be a backstage interview. Byron Saxton, who is on color commentary for Raw, he'll take on a uh, backstage commentary role. So it's kind of like him and Kevin Patrick switching spots. But one thing is happening here. That means Jimmy Smith is out. Jimmy Smith uh, has been with WWE for over a year and a half, been on commentary, been on the big events. I think Jimmy was great. I think Jimmy was a fantastic broadcaster, a guy who had a combat sports background, a guy who was a really, really good broadcaster, I think, and understood how to make WWE feel like a real sport and make it feel real and get you lost in the presentation of a pro wrestling match. Very unfortunate to hear uh, about that change uh, with them. I, I think it's it's just, you see the change here. Once again, if you're just joining us here late, Booker T and Vic Joseph on NXT now for broadcasting. Michael Cole with Wade Barrett. And then over on Money at Raw, it'll be Kevin Patrick and Corey Graves. Um, 
just kind of a like it's just a an abrupt change. Uh, I know some fans are not feeling this. They like Jimmy Smith. What do you think? Watch out, watch out, watch out. Share the link or you stink. I appreciate people who are riding hard with this. Want to hear your take on this. Want to hear how you guys feel about these changes here. Uh, David Samson is happy for Wade uh, Barrett. Wade Barrett, a former WWE Intercontinental Champion. He's been out of the ring for years now. He's taken out much more of a commentary role, secondary role in wrestling. Uh, Dave said he always liked him. I always did too. I think he's done a great job at NXT. This is a call up for him. It's odd that Jimmy Smith is out. Uh, I, I thought Jimmy would stay with the company. I thought he was good in his role. I think that's the most uh, abrupt change, I would say, uh, for him. And I wasn't expecting him to leave the company anytime soon. Uh, he also replaced Adnan Verk, who was only in the company for a little while in the Monday Night Raw role and was not well received. Uh, so Jimmy Smith being, uh, you know, I guess he's done. Seems like he's done. He'll continue broadcasting as well. Uh, Jimmy tweeting out the following. I wanted to say now the story is officially out My that my time with the WWE is officially done. Had a lot of fun. Met some great people. Really, truly blown away by the acceptance from the WWE fans. You folks make it work every week, and your enthusiasm was amazing. A big response to that uh, just about two hours ago. Uh, so this is an abrupt change, but I mean, WWE wants to do things for their television partners that make them happy, make them copacetic. I think that's probably the reason why maybe this happened, but I can't confirm that. Uh, love hearing from people. Uh, Raven saying, no, not a fan of it. Stephen Bayer, think it's good. Shake up for, uh, sorry for the job. No, it's okay. Jay Feliciano, a man who knows a thing or two about the WWE. Want to hear from him. Uh, Jay says, does this make raw commentary cleaner and quicker? With two instead of three voices. I think that's the biggest change is you're you're seeing them not do a three-man booth anymore on, on Monday at Raw, which some people said was too much. But I think it's a three-hour show. I don't think that's as bad on a three-hour show. Uh, you have so many different things you have to keep moving and bring up. They go in and out of. And it isn't just match commentary. It's keeping it moving from one segment to the backstage area, to the ring, to all these different things. Um, David Klein saying, Jimmy knew none of the moves. So yeah, Dave, seriously? No, Dave, he knew the sport of combat. And I believe that and bought into that. And that's my defense of him. And I'll go, that's a bunk comment, uh, Dave. I like you. Thank you for watching. Doesn't mean I, we're, we're going to agree. Uh, but I thought Jimmy was great. I thought he was a fantastic broadcaster. And really emphasize the aggression that you have in pro wrestling. I think you need that. He had a legitimate sports background. I don't think the names of moves is so that is such a uh, like nitpicky thing. Get your tweezers out. You know, I used to do that with the boys on, on Top Story. Get your tweezers out. That's so nitpicky and, and and different. Chris Jackson's saying he liked Jimmy. All right, so someone agrees with me. Dave, you don't. It's okay. I love Jimmy Jimmy Smith. I thought he was great. Um, Ricky's saying it's still gonna be mediocre at best. I still have to cut the edge off it. But let's talk about Kathy Kelly coming back. She was with NXT. She was with WWE for a long, long time. Her coming back, she's a Triple H kid. She was brought into the WWE fold years ago, uh, left a couple years ago. So her coming back, that's a big move. You know, her, that's a big addition. She was getting that Renee Young love in the WWE fandom. Raw, this coming here. Raw's doesn't look that bad. It could work. SmackDown, I'm not feeling most. Booker T will be good to hear again. Uh, I enjoy Booker. I think Booker can give a great rub to younger talent. He does that as well with Reality of Wrestling, his own promotion he's had now for, what, what over 10 years. He's been developing talent. Some talent from there has already gone to WWE deals, AEW deals. So him working with um, talent at the NXT level 
I get that. I actually do like that. I, I think he would fit in better there than he would on any other show. He's been on the um, kickoff shows for WWE for their premium live events for some years now and has had a relationship with them as well. Great radio show as well. Uh, you know, shout out to him. Uh, Booker T's Hall of Fame. Great show. He does it as well down there in Houston on ESPN. Uh, people saying the King and JR, that's their favorite team here. Um, St- uh, Steven saying, I wish they had a female in the role. I miss Renee. You know, some people didn't like Renee on commentary. Renee even herself said it was challenging. She didn't like it. Santo Colombo. Thank you so much, Santo. You always support what I do. Yeah, I think Wade, Wade Barrett and Cole will be gold. Booker T and XD is going to be awesome to hear Hall of Famer. Uh, talking with the developmental takes uh, and the young pups, the young little pups yeah, at, the, at the yeah down there. Uh, Aaron Pond saying great commentary are two guys having chemistry and feeding off each other. Knowing the name of the moves doesn't make you a great announce team. I agree. I agree. Uh, naming some of the moves is fine. I just don't think it's it's not mandatory. It's it's also I don't think it's a critical part of being a good broadcaster in wrestling. I say this and I'm not saying I'm an accomplished broadcaster in wrestling. I work for AAW to be clear. And I get to work near guys who are going around the world for AAW and doing broadcasting for many different wrestling promotions and MMA promotions. I've seen how broadcasting and wrestling works. I'm not saying I have a great insight. I have a, a personal insight out, but I've been right next to people working on it and setting it up. It's not easy to do. It's very, very challenging. Uh, and so, it's very uh, mentally taxing to do it as well because you're consistently selling, selling, selling uh, things. Uh, and that energy, I think, can weigh on people. Uh, so I, I admire people that pull it off. Um, other people chiming in with their comments here. I want to make sure I get everyone here on screen if you haven't done so already. Uh, Johan saying, I'm not a fan of Kevin Patrick. The one time he had to do play-by-play, I was not a fan. Yes, he did fill in for Jimmy Smith on something uh, in the past. And I know some people were against it. Kevin Patrick coming from Ireland, uh, broadcasting background there as well. Um, I enjoy him on Raw Talk. I think he's a good broadcaster in terms of the backstage role and stuff like that. I just haven't heard enough of him on commentary to make a a call on that. But I did hear people being critical of him in the past, just hearing fans uh, and their chatter. So just to be uh, noble and and balanced in that. Kirk Stroud, what's up? Dirty Kirk. I want to know here. Kirk putting in the work, making it rhyme. Uh, WWE made a huge mistake. Jimmy Smith was incredible. I agree. Jimmy Smith is great. Hopefully he has a role again in WWE. You know, I I know a lot of people were upset when Pat McAfee was uh, saying he was going to be away from SmackDown. I think Pat McAfee will be back in WWE. He did two big matches for them this year. They love him on commentary. He's well-received. I expect Pat McAfee, speculatively, back in WWE when the college football season is done. Hopefully. Be great. Aaron saying the SmackDown announce team looks the best to me. I'm a SmackDown guy. Blue brand is the best. Hashtag SmackDown for life. Uh, there we go. Uh, so love your takes on this. Uh, more people chiming in. Uh, thoughts on Megan Morant uh, so far as a backstage interviewer. I think Megan Morant's great. Uh, I, I think um, I do like the idea that they um, went with some people that you weren't expecting in those roles. And that WWE wanted to do some different things to shake things up. I think, unfortunately, when you do that, you uh, end up letting some people not connect on these things, you know, and you have to change some stuff. So that'll do it for us here covering this story as uh, I have people hit me up, talking to me, all those different things. For everything on the story, make sure you hit that link in the description for the full story at sportskeeda.com. And for everything wrestling, go to sportskeeda.com. Just go there. That, that, that's where you should go. We have fresh news on Bray Wyatt, Cody Rhodes, Logan Paul, all that good stuff. 
everything building to Extreme Rules this weekend. Fresh episode of Legion of Raw with Vince Russo. Fresh interviews as well up on our YouTube channel with Jordan Grace and Mike Bennett of Impact Wrestling with Impact's Big Bound for Glory special. I had a great interview with Mike Bennett. If you want to hear about mental health and how that influences a performer, really go watch this. I had a wonderful conversation with him. Looking forward to that as well. You can check out me on the Instagram at Kev Kellum uh, six. It's at Kev Kellum six. Uh, I have some new commentary, uh, some new comedy clips up there rather. And you can check me out on roast battle Chicago. If you enjoy roast battles, I have that going on as well. Thank you guys so much. Remember when watching wrestling do the most important thing, it's critical to your wrestling health. Enjoy wrestling. So it happens again. Yeah, this unfortunate thing in AEW totally, totally happened again. What's up, everybody? It's Kev Kellum here with another breaking news video from AEW backstage for them, and it is not good news. This is a negative story that is just unfortunate to cover. Another backstage fight in AEW. This one uh, developing. You may have heard about it already today. Go ahead and jump into the conversation below. Go ahead and throw some Facebooky stars on there as well. Want to know what you guys think about this whole situation as it develops. And if you're watching our videos for the first time, don't make it the last time. Turn the notifications on so you know exactly when we go live. Get into the conversation. Let us know what you think of this entire scenario. We'll lay out all the details for you uh, and what's going on with AEW and uh, any possible ramifications from this and how it plays into WWE. It's a very, very messy scenario. If you haven't heard the story, let's just break it down. So earlier this week, Andrade does an interview with Mas Lucha, and in that interview, he, in Spanish translation, starts laying out a bunch of different things here. He's been very cryptic recently on Twitter, and some people saying he's not happy and content in all elite wrestling. Andrade El Hirio, uh, in this interview, talks about being in the ring with Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara complaining about him hitting too hard in the ring. And then um, you have Andrade saying, you know, it's wrestling. You hit me back just as hard. It's, it's, this is wrestling. You know what to do. He emphasizes that people in WWE did this. And so, so what's the problem, you know? And so he's starting to like kind of pull back the curtain in a way that may make, I can say from being in a wrestling locker room, not at the level of AEW, may make people uncomfortable. So um, that then spirals into a Twitter exchange with Sammy Guevara that is very public and very well known with Sammy Guevara saying, you're a jobber. You're a favor hire. You're only here because your dad, your dad-in-law is Ric Flair. You couldn't get over. This is the second time you do it. Why don't you just go back to WWE and F off all of that on Twitter. Now, a lot of people think maybe this is just an elaborate work. That is something I heard. Something I heard is that, Oh, this is a real issue. And they're going to try and turn this into a real storyline. This isn't the first time Sammy Guevara has gotten into a backstage situation. This year, an AEW got into a physical altercation with Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston was suspended for two weeks, and that prevented them from having a big match at All Out, as they were expected to have. Didn't happen. Um, so it gets crazier. Chris Aldridge saying Sammy Guevara 
was in the main event and he won and he should have lost. Well, we'll get to Sammy Guevara in a minute. So that issue keeps going back and forth. Andrade obviously is going back and forth with them on this as well. Some people saying he's just doing this whole thing to get fired. It gets more intense. Andrade gets to Dynamite is in a hallway reportedly from multiple sources. TMZ reporting this and Fightful Select reporting this. That uh, basically uh, he's the aggressor in this situation. And it doesn't go well. And it gets physical. And as we're reporting right now over at sportskeeda.com, the pair were reported as having an altercation ahead of this week's AEW Dynamite. And uh, this is supposed to be where they were going to take a mass versus career match, part of Rampage, that was going to air on Friday. So this affects the TV match as well. Um, Fightful Select learning that the majority of the accounts they've received is that Andrade was the physical aggressor. Guevara was also said to have made attempts to have uh, to not have the fight. Most accounts allege that Andrade arrived and waited for Sammy. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, throwing a few punches before the altercation was broken up. Kind of a bummer. Kind of a like a really, really uh, significant bummer to read about there and, and, and see that all kind of play out. Uh, and it just escalated. You knew this was happening. The, if you're in AEW, you knew... This was going to be a potential issue. There was reportedly security present. That's what Dave Meltzer is saying, that he knows of the situation. And then he goes on and adds that this is just Andrade trying to get himself fired. And that AEW isn't going to release people. They're not going to release people, especially with the competition right now with with WWE and the contract tampering, all these different things. What a mess. This is less than six weeks removed. From a backstage fight with executive vice presidents in your company and your world champion, and you had to strip your world trios championships, you spent a, a month developing on television, and you spend a whole angle with a vacated title, and you bring Punk back, and he has this match, and he gets hurt, and you have him going off on people uh, on a media scrum, and that turns into an, a backstage physical altercation, and then you have this. And then in between that, you have reports that WWE is ramping up, favors and contacts with people and you have Andrade himself going out of his way <laughs> to get into these issues him doing the the a suck it motion on top of an AEW logo recently people thought he was playing around him being public about yeah I've had contact with Triple H since I was released I mean the whole thing is just out there you had the Aleister Black stuff a few weeks ago him posting that he was going to leave the company but then he's like no that isn't the case there's a lot of other things going on I just need time away you have Tony Khan saying he's under contract for five years. Then you have Aleister Black saying he's not under contract for five What is going on? What is going I'm not doing this. I don't take pleasure in like being critical of people on this. It's just like outwardly in. I just laid out all these things that you can publicly find yourself. It looks bad. It looks messy. So let's get in the conversation. I don't know who's to blame here, but it doesn't look good. Looks like Andrade really trying to stir the pot here. Randy Engel, watch out, watch out. Thank you so much for paying attention to the theme song at the beginning of the show. I appreciate that. Jessica Hoffman with this as well. Chris in the conversation. Uh, yeah, so Sammy Guevara got to wrestle uh, on the main event of Dynamite after this all happened. And whatever shots he took, he, you know, punches he took, he wasn't legitimately hurt or didn't take any serious ones. And he won. 
on that match where he was tag team with Chris Jericho. So kind of a crazy situation here. George Dominguez, it's ridiculous that their locker room has no real leader. Do you believe that Khan and the other superstars name-dropping WWE as much as they are are hurting them in the long run? Uh, George, those are two separate issues. I will talk about that, though, because Tony Khan did say some interesting stuff on the media rounds that he's on promoting uh, all things AEW. Um, I don't know if the mentions of WWE are the issue, but you had – you know, reports that there was a backstage meeting where they're going off about all these different things. And like, hey, guys, you can't be acting like this. We can't be dealing with people like this. And then uh, they say there's contract tampering. That people from WWE are contacting AEW talent. And there's more than one person. Andrade may be one of those people. I don't think that's a reckless speculative point to make right now. Um, that that WWE potentially wants these people to come back, but they're under contract and Tony Khan refuses to let people out of their deals. It's going to keep you in your deal. I can't let people go back to WWE uh, after uh, Cody Rhodes. Can't have it. You're in a competition. Yuri Garris. Uh, right. Sammy is nasty. Let's remember the Sasha incident. Well, yeah, I, I just don't, those are separate things. It's yes. He said some awful joke about uh, Sasha Banks, which is, as a comedian, it was just like a pointless joke, but an awful one. Uh, a dumb one, too. Uh, Chris Jackson, all Sammy does is chew gum like a horse. It's so annoying. What are you talking about? Chew gum like a horse. What are you saying? here? Jim Thorne, what I don't get is why Sammy didn't get suspended when he got into it with Eddie Kingston. Well, uh, the stuff with Sammy uh, with Eddie Kingston seems like a really big uh, miscommunication. Very, very unfortunate situation where Eddie Kingston owned up to it, and that was it. Moved on. That's buried. These things happen. People saying AEW is crumbling. They're not crumbling, guys. Guys, they're not crumbling. That's another thing. Hold up on that. This is a multi-million dollar company that has a TV contract. They have one. And they have big name talent. They have Brian Danielson. They have Chris Jericho. They have John Moxley. They have a lot of different people. They've sold tickets. Uh, to say they're crumbling, I wouldn't say that. To say there's some very, very serious backstage issues, yes. Do I think they're falling apart at the seams? No. Are we getting some WCW 2000 vibes? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's an issue. Do they have an issue with developing talent and then, you know making people happy that want to stay there and being able to feature everyone that they can? I think that's fine. Yeah. I would I would say this case. Say they're crumbling? It's ridiculous. There's been way worse backstage fights, by the way. Way, way, way worse than this that I'm aware of, that if you look, you can find them. Arn Anderson and Sid Vicious, like, nearly killed each other. So one of them got stabbed with scissors, you know? Come on, this isn't that. This is not that, by any means. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels got into one, documented on Dark Side of the Ring. Way worse, maybe, than this. The Punk one, Young Bucks one, better, worse than this. Yeah, Punk, injured. People could get sued. Your executives are out. I don't think this can even compares to that, but it certainly makes the situation look worse. Doesn't look better. Uh, let's get to uh, some comments here from uh, Tyron Rendell. Uh, it sounds like Black could be coming back to WWE. Maybe the White Rabbit is Black. I don't know. No, that's not the case. Uh, he is gonna, if you see him wrestle again anytime soon, it's going to be an AEW. He's under a deal, and I don't see how he would immediately get out of it. <laughs> Yuri Gary say, breathe, Kevin. Just a comment. I know, Yuri. Uh, I agree, but I, I just, I've seen a lot of people say that they're crumbling. I'm just like, no, no, you lit me up here. I've been lit up with this news all day long. Uh, and then we also got the unfortunate news 
uh, probably about, uh, for me, about an hour before we went live with the passing of Sarah Lee. She competed in the last season of Tough Enough. She was 30 years old. Oh, we don't know the terms of her passing, but it's very, very sad. Condolences to her family and friends. Um, she is married, was married to Wesley Blake, and they have uh, children and a family. I think just be aware of that. I, I know it's a situation. I saw people online talking about it and asking questions about it and um, just have reverence to their family in that situation. Uh, she competed in WWE, was with WWE for a while, competed on the independent circuit. So, I mean, um, very unfortunate, very, very sad situation. So I think people prying into those things when they're just developing for those affected by them in real time is just uh, unfortunate. What's up, Lonnie? Shout out Kentucky. Hope you're doing well down there in bourbon country. Thank you guys so much for watching live wherever you're watching. And remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing you can, please. Uh, well, we have these sad, unfortunate situations here. Just be respectful. Calm down. Starting away from the negativity. I know we have to talk about it because that's what fans want to hear about, and that's what we're going to talk about sometimes. But let's try and be reverent and try and be, you know, empathetic. I think empathetic to human beings that are affected by these things. Hit the like button if you enjoy the content, enjoy the conversation. I appreciate it here. Thank you so much, Chris. I enjoy you as well. Thanks, Phil. Uh, thank you, uh, Yuri, uh, Tyron, uh, all the people watching, all the people watching, everywhere you're watching. Donna, a lot of people die hard as you watch all the streams, so I really, really appreciate that. Remember to share the link, pass it on, or you stink. And remember when watching wrestling, do the most important thing. It's critical. Enjoy wrestling. Watch out, watch out, watch out.